And we are back. Mm-hmm. Episode 28 of Long Winded Spiel. Yep. Welcome back, listeners. Once again, Derek Lee Ramsey, DLR here. Mike G here. How we doing? So, uh, last week, listeners, we uh, pretty much broke down the UFC 214 event. Uh, it was headlined by um, John Jones versus Daniel Cormier. Mm-hmm. And... Um, a fucking list of other great fights, man. So we're gonna we're this is gonna be the recap of that of that fight card. Um, we're gonna again. This is uh, it's more so our opinions on it. What what we thought. Uh, I mean, obviously we all know what happened. Friend, spoiler alert for those of you that do not know or did not watch or are at least interested in going back and watching it with an unbiased opinion. Now's a good time. Yeah, now's a good time to, <laughs> to, to at least hit pause yeah, on this hit right pause now. Or, or go watch it and come back and listen to this podcast, or skip this one altogether and check out twenty uh, episode twenty nine next week if you want to just do that. I like option A. Yeah, right. <laughs> Definitely come back and listen to this episode. Yeah. Hit pause right now. Yeah, right. But yeah, so we're gonna go ahead and talk about it. Just you know, break it down and just uh, give our thoughts on it and where we think certain fights went wrong and ended up, you know, the outcome turning into uh, the other favor. Absolutely. Um, Rather so, other fights win, yeah, uh, for sure. went right. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll go uh, the same way that we did the uh, the last podcast. We'll start from the bo- the first fight on the pay-per-view card, sure. and then we'll work our way up. Yeah, the Swede. The Swede, yeah. Dude, Versus uh, Jimmy uh, Manua. Manua. Yeah, yeah. Man- for, uh, Manua? Manua? Man- Manua? Manua? I don't know. Jimmy, old Jimmy. Old Jimbo, <laughs> like we were saying. Mm-hmm. Old Jimmy. Sorry, listeners, if you uh, listen, if you can hear us chewing on something we're actually oh, eating a bunch of sour belts can't help it they're so fucking they're so good. freaking good you guys know the sour belts we're talking about mm-hmm. with the sugar on them the sour the red ones exactly the strawberry sour sour belts that's so, a fun that's exercise that's why i can describe it <laughs> strawberry sour sour belts try that one yeah try that one five, five times, times real fast. fast yeah good luck but yeah so old jimmy fought uh Volcan. And um, Jim, Jimmy was a pretty pretty big favorite in this well, one. Yeah, I picked him to win. I we, thought his uh, his stand up and his power was going to be a little too much for uh, Mister uh, Volcan. I uh, I only picked the Swede uh, on a flip flop, if I remember right, only because we only had one fight that we were disagreeing on. Uh, oh, okay. So I was like, well, you just still uh, right, though. well, I mean, I I, I you know I crossed mm-hmm. the line, I crossed mm-hmm. fences, so to speak, and I, I went back and uh, the grass was greener on this side. Turns out, <laughs> well, for hey. me, sir. So to speak. I mean, uh, spoiler alert, I, I didn't... Uh, five for five. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> sir. I got lucky, though. I mean, because I did cross... I mm-hmm. changed up some opinions at the last second, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, got uh, this like, super impressive victory super over impressive. Uh, Very over Jimmy. short fight, so it wasn't... Was it like 43 seconds? Uh, less than a minute, for sure. I'm pretty sure... It was some in the 40s, I'm yeah. pretty sure. I'm sure we can... Uh, where's my phone? I can try to look that up. Yeah. In the forties ish, under a minute, guaranteed. Under a minute, guaranteed. I didn't. I'm kind of bummed out because I would like to have seen um, that guy Volcan really test himself as far as like his skill set against a high caliber fighter like like Jimmy. But he put him away. So that, exactly. if anything, that speaks volume. Putting him away decisively yeah. in the first. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jimmy, like we were saying on the last one, was a potential contender for the belt. Mm-hmm. If, if uh, anything fell through, he was going to fight for the championship. Mm-hmm. So I mean. He was a he was a guy he was a name in that division. Now there's pretty there's who what other names are there in the light heavyweight division besides Gustafson guy, maybe? Yeah, this new guy Vulcan, Gustafson. I mean, uh, that's pretty much it. We, uh, we were talking before. Anthony Rumble might come. Rumble back. coming out of retirement, yeah. uh, but I mean, you got to kind of question the heart there and the motivation. He's coming back for money for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, we we were talking before uh, this podcast about. Uh, how I, I, at least I brought it up to you. I remember uh, I wanted to see um, uh, Vol- Vulcan, right? Vulcan, Vulcan, something like that. Uh, I wanted to see him fight uh, Alexander Gustafson mm-hmm. and have the winner of that fight uh, potentially fight yeah. Jones. That'd be amazing. I, I think that would be a perfect setup. That'd be a really good fight for sure. I, if um, I don't want to jump the gun, but if that were to happen on that same fight card. For the main event, I like to see Anthony Rumble Johnson against Ooh, John Jones. Dude. And the winner, obviously, both winners end up fighting. And the winners fight. Yeah, 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 exactly. So that would be an insane fight card to watch. I would definitely I would buy that pay per view. You would have my pay per view money for sure, Dana White. Make it happen, DW. Yeah, can we start that? Uh, Come on, DW. Can we get that trending virally a little I bit? All right, I'm, I'm going to put it let's, out there. Let's put it out there. Mm-hmm. Same I'm card. I'm going to secret the shit out of this, dude. I'm going to put it out in the universe, and that will manifest itself to actually be a reality. Boom. Boom. Heard it here first. Long-winded spiel. 
But yeah, so Volkan, man. It'd be a great fight to watch him against Alexander Gustafsson. It'd be a great fight to watch uh, Volkan test himself against John Jones. Not saying, that, not saying that's going to happen. But I like to see it. You know, I think it'd be a good fight. He's tall. Really good boxing. Obviously, he can crack. Yeah. He knocked out Jimmy inside the clinch. So that's mainly just shoulder strength. Yeah. That's not like, you know, you, you you wind up and you use your legs and you put your no. body into it, use that momentum. It, it was, was short just and all, sweet. Exactly, those short hooks. Like, that's all shoulder and just raw strength. He's got just power. He just has power. And the angle that he hit him was perfect, but how close they were as far as considering that Jimmy had him in the clinch and he actually had his head bent down in the, in the tie clinch. Mm -hmm. And that guy Volkan was able to go over his guard and just land that devastating shot, man. Just... Really put him on Queer Street. You know, like you see Jimmy back up and then he followed that he up with like, uh, he like pushed him, right? It was like an older brother, like mm -hmm. double shoved down to the mat. Like he just slammed him down like a rag doll, dude. Mm -hmm. It was really just like, that's when I was like, oh shit. Manua's done. Amanda yeah. was done. Old Jim Bone's done. Yeah, he's fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, dead to rights. And then he lands that. Yeah, that... he just came over the top and just put him away. So good for him, dude. I did not dude. see that coming. I thought Jimmy was going to fight from a distance more, you know, kind of like pick his shots a little bit, um, kind of how he did against uh, Corey Anderson when he yeah. caught him with the left hook as Corey Anderson was trying to, uh, you know, dip out to his right, um, Jimmy's left, and um, Jimmy planned that out perfectly, dude, and just put that left hook right down the side and then just put him away. I thought something like that was going to, you know, transpire in this fight, but fucking was I wrong. <laughs> dude, yeah. Volkan goes out there and just cracks him in the clinch. Pushes him down like he's his fucking 10 years his older brother. Yeah. It's, you know, like it's just a grown-ass man. Yeah, man. And just follows that up. And that's that's all she wrote. I'm going to refer back to my uh, last podcast where i just going to say that uh, Manuel overlooked him. Uh -huh. I, I just think that he... he I don't think he... Uh, I think he took his uh, power for granted just a, a little, a little mm -hmm. too much. And he got slept in that. You just can't take anybody for granted in that light heavyweight mm -hmm. division. No, it's a fucking crazy fight. That's true. Like one, especially at that weight class, light, light heavyweight and middleweight. I'm sorry, light heavyweight and heavyweight. Middleweight's kind of a toss up. I, I don't, I don't see one fighter that can really put somebody away like that with that kind of a power. Not many. Not many. Maybe um, maybe a rock hold. No. At at once. At one eighty five. At one eighty five. Is there anybody with like knockout oh. power? I was. I even went down to 170. The only person I could think about was like Woodley. Yeah, that's true. But like, like the kind uh, of power that will stiff some, make that something will make stiff. you go night night. Yeah. I mean, but even that's like not consistent, mm -hmm. obviously. But well, I mean, dude, that's spoiler. Mm -hmm. But two hundred five I mean, and uh, heavyweight. There are many guys that can change a fight with just one, one punch. Yeah, I totally agree. And then Volcan fucking proved that, dude. I'm not saying. Volcan was, you know, on his way to losing, or he could not have like that was a lucky punch. I'm not saying anything like that. Was he was he going backwards on that left? I know I he was in the clinch was, a little bit, but I felt I like know, he was almost. Question. I can't remember. I, I can't remember. But it either. almost was reminiscent on that Ovin St. Peru uh, mm -hmm. knockout back in the day when not that long, like a year ago, but whatever. Yeah, man. He. Um, I don't know. I, I wonder. I, I wonder. But either way, man. Volcan. I'm uh, looking forward to seeing more of his fights and seeing him against, you know. He's, Stiffer competition. He, he made a yeah, he made a, a really good cool name for himself fight, there for on, sure. on that card. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was the world was watching, mm -hmm. and uh, they saw him saw him make short work People, of that guy. It, dude, he's in everyone's name right now. I mean, he's he, uh, his name is in everyone's fucking head right now because he was. Um, People were already talking about giving this guy a fucking fight. Jones even mentioned him. Mm -hmm. You know, he even mentioned this Volcan guy. So like already, if John Jones is even mentioning your name as a, I might have to fight this guy. Yeah. You're already, you know, you're you're making some noise. Yeah. It's almost like a validation thing. Like I, now you're validating yourself, you know. I think uh, again, I'm just guessing, but I'm imagining John Jones was expecting old Jim Bone to win that fight. I'm sure, he was. So in his post-fight press comments, he was imagining saying like, "Oh well, you know, one of the next guys I plan on fighting is you know Jimmy Jimmy Manoa." Mm -hmm. And since obviously he probably found out later that he got knocked the fuck out. Mm -hmm. So then it was like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to have to take this, you know, take note of this guy. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. What, what do you think? Where does Jimmy Manu go from here? <sighs> Maybe DC. DC? Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Give, throw, throw DC a bone. That's what I was thinking too. And that could easily be an easy fight for um, DC for sure. But wrestling alone would be an issue for uh, Jimmy. Yeah, I got DC but, all day in that. Mm -hmm. Dude, you put... 
I think the next fighter that faces DC is in some trouble. I can definitely see that, for sure. I don't know, man. I, I'm just like picturing that fight in my head, and outside of Jimmy landing that fucking one shot, I don't see him really hurting DC. But it really depends on how DC comes back from this. But we'll yeah. we'll, we'll get to that fight. Yeah, you know? we'll, we'll definitely get to that. Too it sure. just kind of depends on like what you know how this affects him. But yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. But anyways, uh, moving no. on. Uh, what was the other fight? Um, Next one was, uh, was fucking, fucking Lawler and, and Cerrone. Cerrone, which I Dude, am what now a crazy a... fight card. Crazy card. Oh my god! That Crazy was good. Best card. The second fight of the night. UFC did got the win they needed. I think. Yeah, this fight. And Overall, then the fights are great too. It wasn't like. Yeah. There was one. We'll get to that one. One kind of a boring fight. You know what I'm One controversial. About. Yeah, like, the co-main. We actually never got around to watching that one, man. We're gonna. We talk didn't about need to. I, I did watch it. I, I watched it a little bit live, okay. and I, wow. I've heard so many fucking podcasters mm-hmm. and people talking about this fight that I feel like I know it round by round oh, now. Right. And uh, listeners, for those of you that are kind of lost in what we're saying, where we're uh, referring to the uh, Woodley-Maya fight, mm. uh, which we will get to in a little bit, but we're not trying to jump you know, out of order as far as the the, uh, the recap on the fights. But we'll get there. Our opinions will be shared on this episode about yeah. that fight. It's a little teaser for you. Exactly. Keeps you hooked. <laughs> uh, but uh, So, so uh, Lawler and, uh, and uh, Cerrone. Cerrone. That was a fucking amazing fight. Super close. Really close I, fight. I disagree with the decision. I, I agree that Lawler won. I just don't think it was a unanimous Oof. decision. But again, let's talk it out, man. Let's I I disagree. Uh-huh. Uh, so, fi- listeners, so this fight was uh, declared a unanimous decision, 29 to 28. I don't see that at for, all. That was crazy. Yeah. I, I see it as a split decision win for mm-hmm. one of the fighters. I personally saw it as a split decision for Cowboy Cerrone. I think it all comes down to how you score the first round. Uh, I think the second round clearly goes to uh, Cowboy. And I think that the third round slightly goes to Lawler. Mm. Slightly to pretty convincingly goes to Lawler, but not dominatingly. Mm-hmm. Round one, Lawler comes out the gates just fucking Lawler fashion, just brawling, making it a brawl. Uh, doesn't let Cerrone get off any of the combinations we are talking about that you were referencing mm-hmm. uh, in the last one. And, uh, yeah, that, that's happening for about the first 45 seconds to a minute, and Cerrone looks really uncomfortable. And then uh, they settle in, and they exchange for the next two minutes, and it's a back and forth. And then Cerrone takes him down for the last, like, two minutes so of the fight. Or, the la- or excuse me, the last two minutes of the round. Or the last, like, close to the last 90 seconds of the round, and then 30 seconds of exchange. Mm-hmm. That first round's real tricky to score because it's, it's, like... It's hard to score... What, what what's your take on it? I don't want to jump the gun. I, I just think that the takedown uh, holds effect. I oh, think okay. the ninety seconds of pure dominating the control of that round was, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, versus the forty five seconds of Lawler brawling and making it mm-hmm. uh, uncomfortable, which he landed some shots, but I mean, clearly didn't do that much damage in terms of threatening. Mm-hmm. I mean, neither fighter really threatened to end the fight in this one. Not really. Not really. Not really. No. Um, well, what was your take on the first? I uh, did on the first. I gave it to Lawler only because of that first um, initial exchange, and it's because I believe he put Cerrone in the most amount of danger than Cerrone put Lawler in that first round. Um, Cerrone did take him down, but he didn't really do much or advance. That's true. And then Lawler got up, well, not right away, but he got up. You know, he got up somewhat within like a decent time frame. And not saying that should like negate the takedown because the takedown should be accounted for. But Cerrone didn't do anything outside of just hold Lawler, hold Robbie Lawler down to really kind of get his shit together. It was kind of what it looked like to me. Yeah. Because once they stood back up, all of a sudden Cerrone was back in his groove. Like, okay, cool. I kind of I shook off that initial barrage of punches, and now I can you know get comfortable and start setting up my shots. That's what it looked like to me. That's why at the end of the round it kind of looked you know kind of like dead even as far as with the guys going back and forth and and Cerrone was starting to you know really unload um so that's how I saw it I, I rolled it Lawler only because he did hurt Cerrone in that first set you know minute we'll say a minute and um and I think it just it, I think it did enough as far as uh control and damage and just overall like overwhelming your opponent um, in that little bit, and then the fight ended, the last minute of the fight ended with both of them kind of dancing around, so there was really not much going on, and the only time Cerrone was dominant was really when he was holding him down, but he didn't really do anything with that, so 
That's the only reason why. That why I gave that one to, to Lawler. And but, then, dude, again, it depends on how you look at it. Because there are other people that were saying the opposite. You know, they're saying the takedown should be worth more. And I've seen other fights mm-hmm. where the takedown, in a, in a close round, where the takedown mm-hmm. being the deciding sure. factor. I oh, mean, it's yeah. just, it's it, it really is, That's it's kind of, that's why like, so many people say it's, uh, I really am glad I'm not judging that round specifically mm-hmm. because it, it can go uh, both ways. And mm-hmm. so it just depends on what, what, what your preference is, you know. I agree. And also, I was I'm kind of rooting for Cerrone, even though I picked Lawler. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like yeah, it's just more of a fan of Cerrone. So, gotcha. but uh, had a bias on that one. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, man, I was it was a tough one, man. Tough one to call. Uh, I what, what about the because we had talked earlier too about the second round potentially being the ten eight though. Yeah, that was another thing you and I did mention that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, that was something that. A 10-8, that, dude, 10-8s are so fucking rare. Like, you see them. You see, here's the thing. I've only ever seen a 10-8 for a round that I didn't think would have been a 10-8. But other fights where I've seen a fighter become so dominant in a round, and I think to myself, that had to have been a 10-8. It ends up not being a 10-8. So it's like, it's, it's really hard for me to judge on, like, what I think a 10-8 should be. But that round, I can see... I can see the argument for it because Lawler really wasn't doing much, but for sure I think all three judges should have given that one to Cerrone. Yeah, and um, I just don't know if it should have been a ten eight man. I guess I'm the wrong person to ask on that one. It could have been, for sure. It could have been a ten eight. Hundred percent. Since all since you said that all three judges should have given round two to Cerrone, mm-hmm. do you feel <laughs> I'm still like over here petitioning for Cerrone? Uh-huh. Do you feel like any of the judges should have uh, given round one to Cerrone? Cause I think I'll, one of them did. One of them did. I think they did. Okay. They? Okay. I didn't know that because I just I knew that all. Oh, I knew actually, that... don't quote me on that. I'm gonna look that one up. Okay. I believe one of them did, but I don't know for sure. All right. Well, I would say that at least somebody should have given mm-hmm. round one to Cerrone, and at least somebody should have given round one to Lawler too. So, anyways, mm-hmm. anyways, I digress. <laughs> I, that's a that's a tough one, dude. It's definitely a tough one. But um, round two for sure was Cerrone. He was very dominant and just pushing forward. Round three is where Lawler kind of pulled away a little bit, mm-hmm. but and not by much though. You know what I mean? Not it wasn't by a lot. like it wasn't as dominant as Cerrone's second round. That third round was just it was it was in my opinion it was more leaning towards um, Lawler as far as being you know the winner of the round, but I wasn't too impressed on was, like I give it like know. a like a fifty seven forty three in terms of like percentages yeah. kind of thing like yeah sixty forty you won't go that yeah. <laughs> You're like, nah, nah, I want to be about uh, 57. That's a that's a 14 percent uh, separation. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want to give him 20. I got you. Well, yeah, dude. <clears throat> that third round, we're not disagreeing on Lawler winning that third. I round. think Lawler won the third. So, I agree with you there. So it really just comes down to that first round. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really what it comes down to because round two is decisive. Cerrone, three Lawler. And round one is the only one where it's just kind of like, uh, it just kind of depends on where you're sitting. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't know. And since, Could you see the fight? Could you not? Could you? <laughs> and it's kind of like where, where rounds one and three were so close mm-hmm. that round two being so decisively Cerrone that I... It should have like been the nod. I think it should have yeah. at least been at least a split decision. And mm-hmm. I'm just going to say at least about four times in one sentence. But. <laughs> split decision. <laughs> split decision. Split decision. Yeah. Um, you know, man, it could have been... Could have been, but I just don't think it should have been a unanimous decision for um, Lawler. I mean, I think that was more of an inaccurate call than giving it to Lawler as a split decision. I think that would have been more of like, I can see that. It makes more sense. I just I just completely disagree with the unanimous part. Which, if anything, should actually hurt my point because now it doesn't show you that the ju- what the fuck were the judges watching. You know, if they're calling that shit a unanimous decision... Sorry, I'm like still chewing this damn no, thing. No, it's all I'm good, talking. dude. I'm jealous. I ran, I ran out of my red vine. <laughs> you ate them too fast. Bro. I ate them too fast. I'm really good at normally rationing that Fucking out. Fucking sour belts, man. Fuck, so dude. good. So good. Sorry, listeners. I'm over here chewing on some candy while I'm fucking trying to talk. <laughs> but like I was saying, the fact that the fight was uh, uh, called a unanimous decision should show you that those judges aren't that capable of calling a pretty close fight. So 
if anything, it hurt. It, it takes away my confidence in their ability to make that, that right decision. I agree. So, we'll see. There's there's a lot of decisions yeah, that I, I like, disagree really? with. Unanimous? Like, uni- yeah, right. Like where the fuck are you sitting, dude? Was there a post in your way? Like, are you not watching the fight in the monitor? Or are you trying to look at it through the cage? Because I feel like they're they're watching it through the cage. Yeah, that's that's the thing, man. Like watching those fights live, most of the time you're looking up at the big screen. Like I've Jesus. been to a few of them now, and. Every now and again, you'll look down at the cage and you'll watch it, but you really can't see shit. And you're so accustomed to watching them live on your television that it almost doesn't feel natural to look at the fight live, like why watching the fight. Dude, people, now, granted, I've never sat ringside, so I don't know if that's different. But yeah, they should have judges that are watching it via TV. Like, I, I mean, I get being ringside, but there, the crowd noise can, can I think, really sway your opinion. Like in a room, no sound, no nothing, just fucking yeah. Muted, up. muted, watching the fight, mm-hmm. like and no like sound, no, monitors and no, it. no Joe Rogan influence, mm-hmm. like muted, muted, like nothing, I'm just sure. watching the fight and and from different camera angles, mm-hmm. getting access to all the camera angles you you your heart desires. I can see that. that'd be kind of cool. That'd be kind of cool. Maybe, dude. Maybe one day they will. <laughs> that'd be kind of cool. I think so. And that'd and maybe cool. and maybe even uh, and furthermore, maybe even a ref like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, have have a ref standing ringside and everything, but I think you should have a ref uh, watching for fouls. Uh, you know, via the screen because would he like ref- call it in? Like, what do you mean? Uh, I'm not sure. How, like, maybe maybe <laughs> between kind of between rounds, call call the point okay. or something like that. Uh, if one gets called in mm-hmm. or if something, I had to see because it's tough. Because it's if, tough, man. It's if a fight slow. gets finished mm-hmm. uh, before the round gets over, you know what I mean. Then the fighter gets away with it, or yeah. if the fight ends. You know, due to the infraction, it's uh, it's sticky. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's a tough it, one to call. I, I should not be trying to make up rules mid podcast <laughs> for you. <laughs> Let's keep going. I don't know, dude. Going. I was I going down. We a, I was on a rabbit hole, I man. Think we're on to something, Shit. man. <laughs> it's not a bad idea, though, man. In theory, in theory, it's not Damn a bad it. idea. I like I like the idea with the uh, judges, the them in a room. No sound, just one fucking TV. I should have. I should have left it at that. That's but a, I just. That's why I'm bringing it back because that's thanks, a fucking man. solid well, thanks, point. Thanks, bro. Appreciate <laughs> it. I should have just cut. That's a solid point. I like that. That's a really, really fucking cool, a cool idea. There you go, Dana. That yeah. one's free. There you go, DW. You can have that one. Uh, but yeah, dude, you heard it here first. Long winded spiel. <laughs> what to do and what not to do. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, I, I still think Lawler won the fight, but I'd like to. I think Cerrone won. I'd it. like to see a rematch. I think it was pretty close. I, lo- you know what? I'd like to have seen two more rounds. A five I, round fight. That's been the narrative. I've a heard five round fight would have been dope. I think they need to headline like a, a UFC fight night, like a fr- on a free card for uh, just for the fans, and and like I said, them headline it, and mm-hmm. so it's a five rounder. That would have been. That would and I think that's would be amazing. I think two more that rounds gets, of that, dude. Right. You could sell that. Ooh, you could definitely Na- sell that fight. Name dude. name another fight, but for either fighter that you could sell better than that one. There are not many. There's I, not. At I least mean, right now, nothing Ma- comes to mind. Masvidal. No. Yeah, if like, you give who? me a, if you give me a day to think about it, I'll come up yeah, with a list. But, but like, I mean, on the spot, it's I can't like Wood, Woodley's injured right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But uh, so he's off. Maya lost. I mean, so I guess you could throw Maya at one of those guys. But he's Maya Lawler. My, I mean, right. Maya uh, Cerrone. Maya Cerrone or Maya Lawler. That'd, that'd be a good fight for us, like, enthusiasts. Those of us that podcast about it, like, mm-hmm. we'd be intrigued by it. But we would also know it'd be the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. somebody trying to avoid Maya's takedowns. Yeah. And I don't think Cerrone could avoid Maya's takedowns. Absolutely not. I think Cerrone would get choked out. I think if Cerrone would get also get choked Because <laughs> I'm like, dude, fucking Woodley I was think, able to keep it up, but... I think Lawler would get choked out, too. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah, so sure. that's not a fun fight. I mean, no. it's cool. It's cool to see. Maya. I guess it's you could appreciate the art form again, but yeah. it's like this is all supposed to be moving forward towards a championship, and we don't want to see Maya fight fucking Woodley. I don't. So it's a bad matchup. I I'd like to see Lawler and uh, Cerrone mm-hmm. fight again in a five rounder. I'd love to see that fight. Like I, I'm saying. sure Cerrone would like to run that back too. But yeah, so that's what happened with that dude. I, I was really impressed with uh, Lawler's um, uh, forward pressure when he was on. Yeah. You know, he was actually pressing. It um, It definitely, I mean, like what I was saying in the last podcast is like that was his way to really stop Cerrone, make him gun shy. 
Doris Cerrone wouldn't really, you know, start opening up. And we got to see both sides of that. We saw Lawler apply that game plan and really kind of not shut down Cerrone, but really slow him down a little bit. Yeah. You know, like he set the tempo as opposed to Cerrone setting the tempo. And because uh, it's a dance, you know, you, you want to lead the dance is what it comes down to. So, but in the second round, we got to see what it would look like with Cerrone leading that dance. And he was fucking well, put it on him, dude. Yeah. Putting it on him, you know what I mean? So, it's a good fight though, man. I really, really like that one. I really would love to have seen two more rounds. Yeah. But I'm just being selfish. <laughs> dude, I think it needs to happen. I wonder I, if they wanted to go two more rounds. I think... Like, Fuck that. That shit was crazy. I think we should petition for that, uh, right. fight fans. So let's make that happen again. You heard it here first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two more rounds. Two more rounds on a on a free card UFC fight night. Yeah, right? That'd be dope. Free card. Yeah. So uh, moving on to the uh, Cyborg. Cyborg and, versus uh, Texas Teth. Tanya. Texas Tough Tanya. Texas Tough Tanya Willington. I think I got her name right this time. I really fucking hope so because I was so mad at myself. <laughs> Listeners, in the last podcast, for the entire podcast up until the last seven minutes, I referred to Tanya as Vanya. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. The entire time and listening to it, I was so upset with myself because I couldn't believe that I didn't catch that even though I was practicing it, remembering her name minutes before, longer than that. A, a little while before we even started episode mm-hmm. 27. So, anyways, Tanya Wellington. Wellington? Fuck. I don't I, know The last name. See, I've, all I got is the first name at this point. I was like, I don't know I about I, the... I think I got it wrong again. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely Tanya, though. Dude, her name is Texas Tough as well. Yeah, it's definitely Tanya. I know that for sure. But yeah, dude, tough, tough, Texas Tough. Wow. Holy shit, dude. She, uh, she proved me wrong. I was... Uh, that's... I mean, what did you say the first round? I said I said she first? wasn't going to go past two minutes. I gave mm-hmm. her uh, I gave her I didn't give her any respect in that regard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, to her credit, she uh, she proved me wrong, and she lasted what till the, the third, third, third like maybe halfway to the third, halfway through the third, something like that. After, oh man, I mean, after t- ten minutes of Cyborg really fucking putting on a very tactical clinic on this woman. Leg kicks, jabs, you know, fucking feints, more body kicks. Mainly the leg kicks what she was throwing where I was really impressed. Like, Cyborg really opened up with those leg kicks, man. That was pretty she, awesome. She did look a little little more methodical in her mm-hmm. approach. I thought she was going to just go out there and, like, just Vanderlei Silva her. her. Yeah, yeah just, She probably didn't want to run the risk of losing that title. I, I guess. I don't know. I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wonder. I don't know, dude. I, I, I can't put myself in her head, but I can't, yeah, it's kind of it weird. Like to me, well, I can't put myself. Yeah, I mean, I can't put myself in any woman's head just because yeah. girls are girls are a mystery. Yeah, uh, but uh, uh, yeah, I uh, I just thought she could have just overwhelmed her uh, personally mm-hmm. and and done what she's done so many times in the past. But uh, I guess she respected her power. She was on a on a big uh, long fight win streak. Uh, mm. uh, Tanya was, uh, so I mean, I guess I, I guess being methodical and patient makes sense there. But yeah. I don't know, man. When once you saw her, uh, once once you saw him exchange a little bit and you saw her feel the power a little bit, uh, it, it just kind of looked like uh, the writing was on the wall. But yeah. uh, she didn't she didn't pounce. Uh, she I, didn't, man. I think it's really surprised, but. Maybe she was planning on that pouncing the whole time. Yeah, maybe she wanted to show off some yeah. skills for a little bit, you know. Do you think she was a little nervous, you know, like against Tanya? Do you think she respected her that much when she was like, this girl could possibly hurt me or put me away? Or do you think it was just more of a, uh, I she don't, was just playing it safe? I don't want to sound like uh, <laughs> like a little conspiracy theorist, but I know that they were trying to sell this fight as a credible fight for her. And that it was a tough, uh, tough matchup, and I, I think they're trying to sell Cyborg as like the next Ronda Rousey. Are you telling me that they're trying to sell us wolf tickets, dog? A little bit, a little, this, a couple this of is, wolf tickets. Now this is just <laughs> this is bro theory. This is not even bro science. But uh, I, I could see her. The approach that she had was somewhat of a like, all right, I'm going to drag this fight out, prove that this fight wasn't a, a hoax, prove mm-hmm. that these women can are are competitive against me. But it, I mean, from what I saw, I, I didn't see any real threat to her i think she was just toying with her and getting a little airtime, extending the fight and just 
kind of advertising herself a little bit more. I can see that? Oh, just you know, more of an advertisement than anything else. No conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Poor choice of words. More of an advertisement. And I think Dana was like, if you can extend the fight a little bit and show off uh, who you are a little bit, don't don't finish it right away. I can see that. Dude, well, fuck, I, it threw me off because during the press conference of Cyborg, when a reporter asked her, like, what is what is your game plan going into this fight? She said, uh, no, she said, I'm sorry, the reporter asked Cyborg, what do you think you need to do in order to win this fight? And then Cyborg says, I just have to be me. I just have to be violent. I have to be Cyborg. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, like, she's going to go, gonna out, go there out there and, and fucking rip her head off. Yeah. You know, throw it out in the audience. And then drink her blood. Yeah. She's going to do some fucking crazy ass shit. And, you know, it was still, she was still dominant. She still dominated. We can't say she didn't dominate. Like, she would you, dominated. Would, would you say, would you say those rounds were 10 8? Pretty, pretty fucking close. Pretty Com- close? Compared to what the new rules are. Uh-huh. Yeah, for what the new rules are, yes, 10 8. 10 8, right? I agree. Okay, cool. I mean, see, I'd say I, I love to, you... I love to look back on that because I'd love to see if the judges gave her a 10 8 or if you and I are just saying, yo, that looks like a 10 8 and it ends up being a 10 9. It's just, I don't know, man. It's just like a weird thing. But I think that should have been a 10 8, especially the last, well, the last round. No shit, cause she finished her. Well, yeah. But that was a the, fatality. the second round, <laughs> the second round, for sure, it should have been a 10 8. Because, like, up until, I'm, ha- I'm really happy I brought this up. Up until that eye poke, that was the only thing. And I, and I mean, no disrespect to Tanya, because fucking kudos to her for taking the fight. But that was the only time when she really hurt Cyborg. <laughs> that was the illegal eye poke strike. Illegal si- it really was. And I hate to say that because it really kind of takes some some sting away from Tanya. But, dude, she took a fight against Cyborg. So, like, that's like... Well, you never know. She yeah. could have hurt Cyborg's hands. She could have. She could have. Her face is pretty tough. Yeah, dude, she could have. But uh, but actually, going back to the uh, last uh, last week's episode, episode 27, my pick on that was that Tanya was going to last until the second round. The reason why I was so happy I thought about the eye poke is because I believe if that eye poke would not have taken place in the second round when it did, Cyborg would have actually put her away. Because right after the (laughs) eye poke, Cyborg noticeably calmed down and then was not pressing as much because she could tell she was still affected by that fucking that, that poke. You know what's great is how passionate we are about last week's yeah. predictions for You're this like, Look fight. Look here, man. <laughs> but just for this fight specifically, because yeah. we've both made rationales for why our pick could have been right. Yeah. I'm like, well, I think she was just extending it and <laughs> yeah. advertising, and it's a conspiracy. And DW <laughs> told her not to. Yeah, the president came down and went to her locker room and said, "You can't do it." And like, make yourself look vulnerable a little bit. Yeah, you know, I mean, they're just, you know, just not those? like a cyborg. Exactly. <laughs> she could have. She could have finished it in the first. Yeah. You know, like I said, we yeah. both came up with yeah. mine was a little bit more far fetched. That's but, mine. Uh, could have been too, man. I poke. Like I don't know. Yeah, she didn't. You know, she didn't get it. Well, that's a very bad... I mean, there's a reason why those are illegal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> I love how you said that. You, like, trailed off with it. Well, there's a reason why those are illegal. <laughs> that was cool. Uh, dude, I don't know. I don't know. She could have put her away in the first. Maybe she stubbed her toe and Tanya checked one of her kicks. And she was just like, ooh. You know, I got to fucking get off my foot for a second and not really press. I don't know. Get never just, know. I'm I mean, pulling something out of the dark. I don't I, know you, never, you never know a cyborg. Having, like we said, we met her. Uh, she's a little, she's kind of cold, in my opinion. Very cold. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, she's a violent person. I still don't have an answer on what to do if you ever get in a fight with her in public. Nobody can tell me. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides fight for your life. Fight or uh, run. Fight, I think you have, I don't know, man. That's tough. God damn, you can't run. I'm not allowed to. <laughs> That'd be a tough one, man. But, dude, shit. I mean, first off, again, kudos to Tanya, dude, for even taking the fight. Going up in weight class, she's a 135-pound champion in, in, in Victa. And then they were like, hey, we need somebody to fight Cyborg. Do you want a chance to fight You know, fight in the UFC? And then win or lose, you'll probably end up going down to back, back down to 135. Or if you win... You're the 145 pound champ. You probably you will probably give a cyborg a rematch because <laughs> yeah. that wasn't supposed to happen. That's not right. <laughs> yeah. Now you're a name yeah. and then cyborg too. Cyborg's pissed, so now oh, you know, good, you're double yeah. fucked. Um, but no, so she's, I mean, she's obviously off. going back down, right? You think you and I agree on that? That she's going back down to 135. Yeah, I think she's. I think uh, she's made a name for herself mm-hmm. fighting cyborg on that card specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, she earned so many people's respect just based oh, off her toughness, dude. Absolutely. 
I I heard on I heard this on another podcast that Tanya not uh, leading into the fight, but she's um, there's like a bunch of footage of her like in between fights and kind of like you know when she's not really training, they just showed her like at the bar drinking like she's uh, she's a known lesbian or she's a she's she's come out oh, okay and um, so like it has her like grabbing random girls at the bar and like making out with them. And oh, I'm shit. like, dude, Tanya's a fucking G, man. She's badass. Oh, shit. And um, I'm pretty sure this is Tanya. I saw a video of her in some other organization where the ring girls were sitting next to her and Tanya had just won. And she, like, grabs one of the ring girls and kisses her. And I'm like, fuck yeah, Tanya. Good on ya. <laughs> yeah. She's a fucking boss, dude. She's badass. So, again, good on you for even taking the fight. Um, it sucks that you didn't win because I'm sure you were really going after that and you're going into the fight with that mindset. But you fought your heart out and you fucking, you know, you, you just you fought Cyborg. And Dude, she's, yeah. She's fucking, she's You went to the belly of the beast and yeah. you made it You made it three rounds. I mean, like. Dude, that's, just, that's saying a lot, man. Towards towards three rounds. Yeah. So, yeah, there are women out there that wouldn't have gone out of the first. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, lots I, of, yeah, lots like, of. Cyborg's last two opponents didn't get out of the first round. About so. 99% yeah. of the women. Fuck are. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, either way, man. But uh, moving on to the... Um, the next one, the co-main. The controversial co-main. So here we go, man. Let's open this yeah, can of worms. Let's, let's dive right into... Uh, so there's some conspiracy theories going on here. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it's like, I'll let Michael explain those. Well, so this fight the the storyline on this fight is that it was very very boring uh the they set a record for the least amount of strikes thrown um by a large number the previous record was around 130 or something like that 134 and these guys only threw 60 strikes between mm-hmm. the two of them um between fi- in a five round championship fight they set a record for least amount of strikes that's thrown that's fucking crazy man which is just really i mean on paper, that's bad. That statistic is horrible. Yeah. And Joe Rogan came right out and led with that in the post-fight. Uh-huh. I uh, wonder who the the previous uh, fight was, uh, like championship fight, that a, did that had the least amount of uh, punches probably, thrown. Probably Damian Maya Anderson Silva. <laughs> what if Damian Maya is him? I would not. I would not be surprised, <laughs> dude. All Damian Maya does is dive after legs yeah. half the time, man. I mean, it's dude. It's, that's so true. It's a uh, it. it the thing is, is Tyron really Woodley's getting a, a a really bad rap for this fight um, for not having finished Damian Maya, but uh, I just there was you dude. Please talk about what happened. Yeah, yeah. It's Sorry, like he, he he got you know he landed early, hurt hurt Maya very early, closed his eye up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The first initial exchange, he fucking yeah. closed up Maya's eye. I still think if Maya didn't get his eye fucked up like that, he might have. Done a little bit better. Might have done a little bit better. You might have gotten one takedown. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, right. I don't know. I totally disagree. I I think he would have gotten that eye close enough to get hit again. Yeah. Yeah. Personally. Dude, just based off of that, yeah. I mean, the story on this fight was there was like 24 takedowns uh, attempts and 24 stuffs. Uh, Woodley stuffed every single takedown Maya did uh, or attempted. And uh, didn't land that many shots, didn't expose himself, didn't overextend on any shots to expose himself to any takedowns. So basically, the there's there's two sides. There's one side that the champ should go out there and finish, put on a good show for the fans, and use your skill set to the best of your ability and try to finish the opponent the best way that you know how. Mm-hmm. There's another theory that's like, okay... Uh, Damian Maia is the challenger going in for the belt and he's got to use his skill set to go and take the belt from the champion mm-hmm. and all the, the champ has to do is defend the belt yeah. and so by Woodley defending uh, Maya's specialist skill set he did everything that he had to do by never coming close to any damage in that fight mm-hmm. So, but other people are like well he also didn't really try to finish the fight so it was boring as fuck mm-hmm. so he damn near got booed out of the building and kicked out of the USC by Dana White. He fucking pretty much did, yeah. <laughs> Practically. Pretty much did. Yeah, dude, it was... Oh, man, that fight. I I appreciate that fight for what it was, and it was a very tactical approach from both guys. Um, it was obvious what Damien wanted to do, and it was obvious what Woodley didn't want Damien to do, and what <laughs> he wanted to fucking do is just keep it standing and let me do just enough to win the fight. And Maya, it was really cool watching Maya try to figure out how to take down, you know, uh, how to take down Woodley. 
Um, I, I heard a couple people like online and from a, what a couple different um, uh, journalists were talking about saying that like I'm not just reading random journalists that have never I mean I let me let me take that back the the person that was saying this is actually a jiu-jitsu black belt so I took his opinion on this particular move a little bit more serious than I would have somebody like a John Anik or a Ariel Hawani both of which have never actually competed professionally so this black belt was saying that Maya should have um, he wasn't following through with this uh, takedown, and mm. that instead of trying to go in for the deep double leg takedown against the fence, he should have worked more on uh, pulling guard and working it from half guard. So going in for the takedown, not fully committing, but going in deep enough to where you can lean back and you can hook the person's opposite arm, and you can actually uh, establish dominance over their their closest leg. So you get in the half guard, is what they call it. And then you can work a sweep from there. You can work other techniques to get the person's back. And that's what this person was saying. So Eddie Bravo, maybe? Eddie Bravo. That's exactly who was saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly who was Fuck saying yeah. that. So I was like, dude, that's fucking smart. Like, that's something that I didn't think about right away. So listening to, uh, to Eddie Bravo kind of talk about that and really break that down, it just it made sense. But, you know, it's always hindsight's twenty twenty, right? And also, we're not the ones in the fight. Like, for all we know... You know, Maya thought about trying that, but maybe Woodley was a little bit too quick to actually let him get that first initial stage to where he sits back and gets the uh, the underhook and mm-hmm. works in the half guard approach. But that's what that's one thing that I kind of saw Maya trying to figure out a way to take him down, and it was kind of cool seeing that because he never quit. You know, he never he, quit. He never quit. He kept <clears throat> going for it. You know, he kept really trying to take him down, and and even when I thought. Oh, that's it. In the second round, I thought Woodley was going to put him away because there was a shot that landed. It was um, Maya uh, landed a straight left at one point, and it kind of looked like it shook up Woodley a little bit. And then something happened where uh, Woodley kind of went up against the fence, put his back up against the fence, and then um, Maya tried to throw a jab or another straight left and then Woodley went right over the top and caught Maya on the side of the head. I'm not saying that was a shot that Broke his fucking his rip, tore his muscle or his um what his was it? Uh, torn torn labrum labrum thank you I'm not saying that that's what caused the injury but it hurt Maya for fucking sure dude and Maya started going back and then Woodley kind of pressed him a little bit but nothing really came of it it was like a small moment of excitement and I just I thought that was great dude I was like damn dude like this is uh th- this is a time where Woodley could have put him away but. That didn't really push Maya away. Like, he continued to fucking, you know... I kind of forget the point that I was trying to make, but... Well, you just felt like Woodley could finish him. He he could have finished him, for sure. But I just kind of appreciated that Maya does have true grit. He stayed in the fight the entire time. Um, He caught Woodley a few times, and, like, as far as striking goes. So he did hurt Woodley a couple times, but it wasn't enough to really put him away or anything. It wasn't enough to really hurt him. It was just more of a, like, okay, let me just show you that you can't take me that lightly. Yeah. So it was a close fight, man. It was just they're both so great at what they do that it turned into a boring fight. Touche. You know, like it's kind of what it kind of guess came yeah. down to, even though that sounds kind of silly. You know, uh, watching it uh, here without uh, too much sound, mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was a good fight. Then all of a sudden, because we were watching it on a stream, um, for cheap. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it was a sketchy stream, and uh, long story short, like all of a sudden, uh, we would sound would be off and on, but randomly in the later in the fight, we were hearing these these boos from the stadium, and I was like, "What the fuck are they booing? This is a clinic, like Dude. of of how to stuff a takedown, like like yeah, it's 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 nobody's getting knocked out or whatever, but I mean, this is what Damian Maya mm-hmm. does. Like if you don't know who like what Damian Maya does, this is it. He tries to take you down. Yeah. And if he can't take you down, he tries again. <laughs> yeah. And then so, he tries he tries some more, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like and eventually he he gets it. And that's yeah. what's happened over his last seven fights and he's gotten it. So it's like uh you know, the fact that he never got it in this one I think speaks volume for the champ. Uh I think the fact that he torn it the that Woodley torn tore his labrum. And still found a way to to win the fight uh, after tearing it tearing it early in the fight. Mm-hmm. I think speaks volumes. And man, Dana White, dude, he just threw his fighter under the bus, man. Yeah, he did. Uh, I don't get it. A little unprofessional. Of him, uh, but... Yeah, dude, I didn't like it. I, I mean, I, I get being a straight shooter, but I think he was just trying to appease the crowd, maybe a little bit. But I mean, to 
I don't know. To me, how do you how do you promote him now as a yeah. as as the president? It's definitely mean, fucked up. Yeah, I, I don't like it, especially now that you know that he had a hurt shoulder. And you makes know, a lot of sense. Fuck, dude. Yeah, no no wonder he didn't a throw a bunch of strikes. Yeah, fucking tore his tore his labrum. Yeah, should have used his left arm a little more. <clears throat> hey, yeah, maybe <laughs> use some kicks. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But still, hey, yo, like, bro, you gotta learn some new tricks, man. But it's like when you tear your labrum and you and you just gotta focus on not not overextending mm. and and beware of the takedown. Don't lose this fight on getting taken down. Mm. You, this guy's not gonna beat you on strikes. He probably would have been able to defend the choke that well either. No, not probably exactly, not. dude. Yeah. He would he was a fucking three, you know. Yeah, that's a, a good point. Wounded wing. That's a good point. But so. either way, dude, fucking not not a close fight, but definitely a slow no. fight. That was Woodley all the way. Woodley all the way. Woodley all the way. But not a know, controversial decision yeah, on for that sure. one. I've kind of feel bad for Maya. I'm sure he'll bounce back. I don't think he'll get a title shot, but. No, he'll bounce back. He's Maya's a tough draw. Yeah, I think when you fight Maya, that's like the the can you prove can you know? Yeah, there you go. it's, it's, it's kind of like a, the gatekeeper. It's like know? a like yeah. a clay guida. You yeah. know what I mean? Of, of that way, can weight you class. go to the next level of fighters? Uh huh. Like the Woodleys, you know. Then do you have Woodleys, a, the Robbie Lawlers, the Donald Cerrone? I still think Donald Cerrone would get choked out by Maya, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Maya would take him down. I think that these guys too are like, a, or certain guys like a Guida or a fucking Maya or, or certain certain guys like that are, are certain specialists. Like mm-hmm. Guida is just such a cardio push the pace kind of person, uh, as Maya is like a submission, just try to pull you down to the mat type of guy. Yeah. And it's like you really have to have like certain aspects of your game refined. But if you you know if you, if you got a hole in your game like that specific one, they're gonna exploit the shit out of it, and like yeah. make you look silly. I got you. Yeah, dude. Fuck, man. I, I just felt bad for Maya. I really wanted that guy to. You want he's to, getting older, you know. Cool st- I'm all. I'm a sucker for a good story. Yeah. When it comes down to, I'm just a sucker for that underdog, like the James Braddock or whatever the fuck the Cinderella man story. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I love those kind of stories, man. They just make me feel good inside. They make me feel as if there's still hope in this world. <laughs> there still is. There's still hope and chance and wonder. There still is. <laughs> Cowboy, I, uh, my, my hopes in Cowboy for that division. I hope he gets I another like shot at uh, like at Lawler that. and then the he's winner. Not far. Of that. He's like two two wins away from getting a shot. Dude, if he if they do a rematch of that Lawler uh, Cerrone fight, dude, and the winner of that, I like, would I think I like get Cerrone in the rematch? I, I do too. Like if they if <coughs> five rounder Lawler, yeah, if if Cerrone and Lawler <coughs> get into a rematch, I I got I like Cerrone's chances just because. I think now he knows what to what to expect, yeah. and he kind of has a better feel for his uh, his opponent. And mm-hmm. I think he has more tricks in his bag than Lawler does to put him away. I agree. I definitely agree. And uh, although Lawler is known for his late round uh, or his, you know championship round act, Dude, Antics has more experience in that. He's a fucking savage. You're right. He's a savage. But I also agree mm-hmm. that uh, I, I don't know. I just have a, I'm a, I don't know. I'm a Cerrone Cerrone guy. I'm a, I'm like a homer Cerrone, on Cerrone. He's so. A fucking, he's, he seems like a really cool guy, um, but we got to get going here soon. So uh, my boy Mike here has got to get going. He's got some shit to do. I gotta go, Mimi's. <laughs> uh, so let's finish this up with the John Jones. It's at ten thirty four, twelve thirty four right now. Hmm. Um, let's finish this up with the Jones versus uh, Cormier fight really quick. Um, Oof. So bad a for DC man. I feel terrible for him. I really. Man. I'm sure he'll bounce back in the sense of uh, you know I feel bad for his next opponent, um, but. Like we said earlier in the podcast, it just really depends on how this fight, this loss affects him emotionally. Because he's never been knocked out before. No. You know, he's never been knocked out. He's never been finished. Period. Never been finished. You know, even his last fight against Jones, he lost, but he wasn't like dominated as bad as he was in this fight. You know, like, well, I, dude, he wasn't even. He wasn't dominated. I thought he won the first two rounds. I, know, I thought he was winning the fight. I know I, he won the second. The first one was close. First, I mean, that was my take on it. My take was he didn't the uppercut, uh, the uppercuts inside the clinch. Um, I think it was a little bit more accurate. I think Jones was really working the leg kicks, but I don't think they were doing as much damage as what DC was doing with the overhand right and like the the, the dirty boxing. I agree. Round two for sure was DC. I thought because that's when he was really landing like those fucking power shots, and there were a couple where I thought really hurt Jones because mm-hmm. you see him almost run away a little bit. Yeah, um, not run away in the sense of like like a little brother running away from a, the big brother, but more so like oh shit that hurt me. I gotta like get away for a quick second yeah, to kind of re- reestablish myself. Reestablish myself and exactly, fucking... but. 
I don't know, man. What do you think? Uh, I agree. I, I don't know. The first round's tough to call because I agree with you that uh, that Cormier landed the more powerful shots. Mm-hmm. But uh, like you were saying, uh, the Jones with those leg kicks, uh, he had a lot of he just a lot, lot more volume of striking. Mm-hmm. And um, so that one's a tough tough round to call. Uh, I think that most un, most fans who most common fans would probably give that one to Jones just because of the volume. They see volume and they, they equate that to being the win mm-hmm. for the round. Uh, but that mouthpiece flying out, I mean, speaks volumes. Hey, oh, see what I did there? Hey, oh. Uh, <clears throat> to, to that was a powerful shot and did, powerful did rock him. So um, that round, I'm going to stay away from in terms of calling. I probably would give that round to Jones um, just because I'm more of a common fan. <laughs> and. and uh, but, uh, yeah, if it did rock him, he, he seemed to cover it up pretty well. Jones did, at least. So, I mean, round that's the way I saw it. Round, round two, I would say, uh, would be more Cormier. I think he had more, more volume, more significant strikes. Uh, just seemed to be in control of the fight, in control of the octagon um, for the duration of round two. Um, and then also for the beginning of round three, he was seems, he seemingly was stalking down John Jones. And I don't know if that was part of John's plan. To like lull him, him, lull him into a false sense of confidence, mm-hmm. to maybe get his hands down or a little bit, or I don't know what what it was, or if he was you know in trouble. I don't know. Could have been in trouble. But uh, dude, then bam, that uh, that left uh, left, left head kick. Left head kick, man. <laughs> Crazy. And then that was the beginning of the end. Yeah, it sucks because uh, like DC kind of leaned into it too. Oh, dude, because he, he got, thought it was going to the body. He was. <clears throat> Yeah, he thought yeah. it was going to the body, and it went right up to the head. Yeah. Like, looked, shin bone off the side of your head. It looked like DC, if, if you look at it on instant replay, it looked like DC's fingertips touched, touched the shin, mm-hmm. and like he's a, like he's trying to get a hand on, on, on blocking it, uh, but still not enough. <clears throat> not enough to slow it down with any... And, fuck, dude. And then Jones is on him. Dude. He was on him. Like a like a big brother. Yeah. Like he's like, I'm about to put you away. Yeah, it's, it's done time. Uh-huh. It's uh dude, yeah. The 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 talent Joe Rogan made reference to it too about uh what really uh, fucked with him was the the way that he tripped him. Yeah. Uh-huh. When he knew that he kind of had him uh didn't have his wits about him and kinda of had him rocked, he just kinda of wanted to I think seemingly embarrass him a little bit and Make him look kind of silly and yeah. dizzy on national TV, you know, or on pay per view yeah. or whatever. So yeah, that that trip kind of told told the story where it was like, oh shit, he's uh, he's done. Yeah, you know, dude, it was. I think Joe Rogan said it best too. It was so fucking violent. <laughs> oh, when he the it ground was and pound, so violent. Yeah, the ground and pound. He missed a couple of those elbows. I think if those elbows would have landed, it would have been a little too much. You know, he might have. <laughs> Dude. Done some serious damage. There is some hate behind those shots. It's a lot of hate. A lot of hate. A lot of pent up aggression. A lot of I've been out for a year. I want my title back. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So that's just crazy, man. That's that's really, that's really nuts. But either way, dude, Jones established himself as the greatest of all time. I I think he's yeah he's making the case. He's definitely making the case, dude. You know he's won back his title. Oh, fuck, dude, I can't. It's crazy watching history in the making. Like it's crazy to be a part of something so great, but yet you kind of have. At least I'm speaking for myself here. I kind of had those mixed emotions where I do care about his opponent. I do like DC, yeah. and it was a really weird, bittersweet thing for me, as opposed to watching somebody like Joe Frazier, Muhammad Ali fight <clears throat> in the rematch, and then watch Muhammad Ali win. And I was, you know, watching that unbiased. I'm like, yeah, the greatest of all time. That's awesome, but. I don't really never really thought about the other side of that spectrum, the other half of that audience that was going for Smoke and Joe Frazier. Yeah. You know, he was like the blue collar guy, you know, he was like the tough guy that just kinda, you know, came up from nothing and made this great thing. Not to say Muhammad Ali didn't do it, but there, you know, there are fans out there that were rooting for Joe Frazier. Sure. And it's crazy that they got to witness history in the sense of this is now the greatest fighter in our sport of all time. Muhammad Ali is, you know, John Jones is our version of that. And not have that sense of like excitement and joy. Like I'm not saying I'm I'm not saying I don't like John Jones. It's just I like DC enough to where that watching DC lose in that way really kind of put a weird feeling. I was just 
I felt so sorry for him, you know? It was kind of like a really bittersweet watching my big brother get beat up, but at the same time, as my cool other big brother, so it's kind of like, oh, that's kind of cool, but yeah. not, you know? I don't know, man. It was like a really, it was really eerie for me. It was really eerie. I just, I didn't... Oh, man, and seeing DC, yeah, you know, in the ring go, like that is I think like... it was watching him go out like that. Like, if DC, would, if it would have been like a flash knockout... Yeah, and I he's think just done. that might have been yeah, like you know he's done. Don't hit him anymore. Yeah, that might have made me feel a little bit you know at, more at ease. Or that sounds really silly, doesn't it? Like a no, knockout. Should have been knocked, yeah, yeah right? I get you. It sounds really silly, but at the same time, why couldn't you have been knocked out cold? Yeah, and then to, you know he does a follow up with shots. I don't know, man. I just don't like seeing DC get oh. put away like that. And so for me, watching. John Jones, John Jones reestablished himself as the champion and make history as the greatest light heavyweight champion of the world that I got to watch live. Mm-hmm. It, I'm always going to think of that feeling of feeling, uh, feeling that sympathy towards uh, Daniel Cormier. Yeah, and that's the best way I can put it. And you know, and I'm always going to remember that. I'm always, it's always going to be a little weird I'm, for me. I'm always going to feel a little bit. of a little bit sorry for for DC in that yeah. regard. Not overall as a as a man by any means because he's no, very, very no, accomplished. Not. It's just that night. But that sure. that night for yeah. sure. Um, Jones's glory will also be on his, you know, on mm-hmm. on DC's uh, sadness on yeah. the, on those shoulders. Yeah. So it's like, uh, but I thought I thought what Jones did was uh, super classy in the uh, post fight uh, press conference uh, in acknowledging. Um, what the rivalry did to motivate him to be as great as he is. So, yeah, man, I thought it was a, a pretty, pretty classy uh, way to go about it. Yeah, dude, he uh, he went on to say uh, Jones was his greatest rival. You know what I mean? About uh, DC. Uh, yeah, that's what I meant to say. I'm Jones sorry. said it. Jones yeah, right. said that DC was his, was his biggest rival, which. And I mean, I think that automatically equates to his toughest competitor as well. For sure. You know, so like that, that's cool too. But man. A crazy fight. Yeah. Was, crazy fight. Crazy fight. It was a good fight. one, man. Either way, it's though, man. It's a good card, dude. Yeah, for Sick sure. Sick card. For sure. Um, so, dude, we got to get get going here in a second. Yeah, um, it's past my bedtime. Day. It's time to go. Um, so, anything else you want to add on from this last fight card? <laughs> well, it, we'll end it with this. Who do you want to see John Jones fight next? Rumble, for sure. For sure? Rumble Johnson. No questions. No questions no, asked. Not a Brock Lesnar, like they were saying? Fuck that. Fake fight bullshit, dude. <laughs> That's more That's, wolf tickets right there. Yeah, dude. Trying to sell us some wolf trying tickets, Trying to sell me man. some steroided out guy that can't yeah. even really throw a strike, dude. This guy's just going to try to hold him. He's yeah, going fucked up, I think, by Jones. Yeah, dude. I don't want to see that fight. I think he get fucked up. Yeah, me too. For sure. I, I hope, you, you took my answer. I'm like, Rumble too. I don't want to see that fight. Then then it gets scheduled, and then I'm like, all right, folks, we're podcasting we're about podcasting Brock Lesnar. And we're paying and for And here we go. <laughs> Who you got? Trying to be all enthusiastic about it. Right. No, but you, uh, yeah, that was my pick also, uh, Rumble Jones. That, that would be the next fight. I'd also like to see Gustafson and Jones. I think that'd be a good fight too. A nice little rematch. I want to see Gustafson versus the Swede first. Mm. I'm just, I'm holding out because I, I don't know. I just, put it this way. If, if I'm going to be forced to see another rematch between John Jones and, like we just saw Jones rematch Cormier. Yeah. If I'm going to see another rematch, like the same thing again, I want to make sure that it's the right fight for him. That there's no other, no other contenders. I understand. So that's why I'm. That's the only reason. I'm not saying the Swede deserves a shot at Gustafson to get that title shot, but I, I just kind of want to see it. I got you. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. I'd love to see that too. I'd love to see all of them. Why, why can't we just put them like, all in the ring? Royal Rumble. And fucking Dukes. just duke it out, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> winner gets Jones or winner gets the belt. I don't know. I got Mark Hunt. I know, right? <laughs> oh, just knocking that's him That's the wild card right there. Because no one's knocking out Mark Hunt. Nobody's knocking. He's knocking out a lot of motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But for sure, um, so we're going to end it with a good night, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever the fuck time of day it is. Buenos noches, buenos Exactly. Um, thanks again for listening. Uh, episode 29 will be coming out next week. We are going to have, uh, we're going to go back to our normal schedule as far as having a, uh, a special guest on. Um, I'll probably do a little announcement sometime during this week on who that will be. Uh, still looking around right now. I think it's going to be my buddy that um, he went out to, uh, he's actually trying to be a Navy SEAL right now. Uh, he went. Uh, he just got back nice. from Australia uh, because he went out there to get certified as a scuba diver. So 
Nice. So we'll definitely want to talk about that. For sure. For, for obvious reasons, for right? For clear-cut <laughs> reasons. Yeah, exactly. Go Navy. That's exactly it. So uh, so we'll see how that goes. But uh, I'm still trying to work out a schedule with the guy. But until then, I will... Uh, I guess that will... Uh, the special guest will be... Um, will be fucking... I don't know. Decided mystery on guest. So yeah, mystery guest. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll Maybe. decide on it sometime this, uh, this week. All right, but, all right. Um, anything else you want to say, brother? No, man. No? Just uh, come check me out at Dukes Malibu, bro. That's right, man. Shout out Dukes and Malibu. El Duque. Ask for Michael Gilman. Only at lunchtime, though. Only lunchtime. But he's slinging that lunch. He's slinging food, those though. lunch specials, bro. That's right, man. Left and right. Yeah, um, get you that off the menu stuff, too, <laughs> if you, you want. Go. But you better, you know, crab legs and lobster exactly. tails, bro. Exactly, bro. 35% Spoiler. tip, at least. Oh, at least um, that's expected. Uh, so, yeah, uh, uh, Long Winter Spiel, you can check me out at um, Motherfucking the Moose Standing Glendale. Uh, we do, uh, we have some great things going on. We just added live music on Wednesday night, so pretty excited about that. <laughs> pretty excited about that. So come check us out, man. Moose Den, Glendale. Should be a lot of fun. <laughs> Hell yeah, Mike. Uh, episode 29 coming out next week, everybody. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>